0: Welcome to An Etymology of Dreaming. I'm your host, Sue Scavo, and today, in this episode, we're going to start a conversation about types. So the first part of the conversation, which we're going to to start with today, is about types of dreams. One of the things that I'm asked often when I am doing presentations, when I do retreats, when I meet people who are interested about dreams... One of the questions I'm often asked is, what does it mean when I have fill in the blank this kind of dream? It is always an interesting moment for me because, you know, for me, it's hard to say what a dream means without knowing the person or getting some context about the person in the dream. I'm often asked, well, I had a recurring dream. What do recurring dreams mean? Or I dreamt about my ex. What does that mean? Or I dreamt about someone who died. What does it mean when someone who died comes back in a dream? Or I dreamt about a baby or I dreamt about my teeth falling out or someone was chasing me or I was falling or I was flying. I did a quick search on Google about common dream types and just the search page was interesting to me because there was, you know, of course, a hundred articles about common dream types and scanning Scanning the pages, like from you know Huffington Post to Psychology Today, there's like many many places that talk about common types of dreams, and then also give possible meanings. And you know, of course, it's interesting. You could like take a quote type of dream and look at different people who want to give a, a generalized meaning about it, and they're often very different. It's something that I, of course, think a lot about because the way that I work with dreams in embodied dream work is that you can't really pigeonhole a dream into a type. So we're talking I'm going to talk about types of dreams, but I'm going to be the the dreams I was going to say the devil's advocate, but the dreams advocate to go against type. The other thing I did because I am obsessed with etymology is I looked up the word type. You know, the root of the word comes from actually the process of impression, something strong being impressed into metal or some kind of surface. That's why typing, if you think about like typing with a typewriter, like letters were impressed and pressed into the page, so, which is interesting to me in this conversation, because that's what, when we try to have types of dreams, I use quotes around that, it is trying to create a definite impression about something, a definite, like this is what it means when my, I dream my teeth were falling out, or this is what it means when I dream about a baby. And honestly, In my studies and in my training as a dream worker, I part of what I was trained on was that there, you know, that there are types, or you know, when a child appears in a dream, it means this, or when teeth are falling out, it means this. Part of my training did come from that, as I think a lot of people's trainings come from that foundation around dreams. I want to call it a foundation, but it's really more a leaning toward. Something that can be more known. I think we want to be able to typify dreams because they are so mysterious, and we want to be able to say like, well, if I dream about falling, my teeth falling out, it it, it always means this. Or if I dream about a house, it always means this. You know, I I I teach classes and I have my own training program with my partner and we train people to work with dreams in this from this particular standpoint of I guess non-type dreams or you know very contextualized dream dreaming a very personalized dreaming we also get the question well I have my you know the person I'm working with the dreamer I'm working with had a dream about a house so that means that it's about their ego structure right or uh, my dreamer had a dream about a child. That means that, there's, you know, their soul self is coming back, right? For me, that that is incredibly dangerous to typify dreams. It doesn't mean that there's no merit to it. But to say, like, I had a dream about this and so it means that takes away from the experience of the dreamer and maybe even the very intricate teaching that the dream wants to give the dreamer. I'm going to talk about a few quote-unquote types and talk about how I think about those types just to give you some example. I may give you a couple examples of dreams as well. So the first question usually that I get when I someone finds out that I'm, I'm a dream worker is, what do I do with recurring dreams? I've had this recurring dream for blank years or um, I'm having this recurring dream right now. And they want to know what that means. So I guess I'll start there because that is usually the first question I get. You know, for me, recurring dreams, uh, again, are very intricate. The first thing for me about them is that... If I have a dream that that is recurring, well, first I want to ask: Is it exact the exact dream, or does it change? Some people, when they talk about recurring dreams, they speak about: Well, I had this recurring dream where I'm always running, but it's a different scenario. Or I have a recurring dream about this one person, but it's a different different things happen every time I dream about that person. That's a different kind of recurring dream. If a recurring dream is a dream that is the exact same dream that the dreamer has over and over, with all the details exactly the same. That's one kind of recurring dream, as opposed to a dream that's quote recurring that has recurring themes or people or a sense of experience. But in either case, so even within recurring dreams, there's you know a million ways to look at them. But in in any of these cases, the first thing I always wonder well, the first thing that I assume is that if there's something recurring in our dream world, whether it's this exact dream or a recurring theme or person or or occurrence in different variations, then there's something about that thing that our unconscious really wants us to know that our unconscious is not really letting go of and is repeating over and over because we actually really need it. So I do pay particular attention to recurring dreams because the unconscious, our our psyche, whatever you want to call it, is kind of knocking on the door and going, hello, are you paying attention? Hello, this is something you need to look at. Hello, it's here again. Oh, look, and and here again, don't forget about this. When someone says I have a recurring dream, you know, my ears definitely perk up and I want to know about that because the psyche is telling the person that there's something they need to know about. For recurring dreams, I can say that yeah, there's something important there. Of course, I think there's important something important in every dream. But recurring dreams in particular, it is about the unconscious saying there's something you need to know and it's really important. Because, you know, as humans, we do learn by repetition. We do take things in easier when it's repeated or when we can consider something again and again. For me, that's the that's the, if I can say one general thing about recurring dreams, that would be it. Um beyond that, it's a little hard to say. What recurring dreams mean because it really depends on the recurring dream and it depends on the person, and it also depends on when you had the dream. For example, childhood dreams are very different than adult dreams. A lot of people have had, you know, will speak to me about recurring dreams they had as a child, which is very different to me than recurring dreams we have as grown ups. So, a recurring dream that I had as a child was. Think I've spoken about it here, but part of the dream was that I threw myself into, and I was eight years old when I had the dream. I threw myself into the back of a hearse that had open coffins, and woke up screaming when the hearse started driving away. There was a whole series of events that lead up to that, and it was the exact same dream. The exact same thing happened every single time, and it was so recurring that I was afraid to go to sleep at night because I knew I was going to have the dream. So that dream you know, was very specific about what was happening in my life at that moment. And, you know, looking back, I can say, yeah, there was definitely some way that I was burying myself and what that meant to me as as an eight-year-old child. So that was a very specific dream and it was the exact same dream. And so because I was having it every night, it was like my unconscious was almost panicking saying, this is what's happening, this is what's happening, this is what's happening. And it was very much imprinted in my brain, if we're going to take the word type as an imprint, that dream was definitely imprinted in me. So that I could, you know, I can close my eyes right now and go back to that dream. And it is very much alive still in me. That's what, you know, that's one kind of dream. And I guess I'll say something about childhood dream versus adult dreams. I do take recurring childhood dreams or any childhood dream as different than a grown-up dream. When we're grown up, um, by the time we've gotten to be adult, we have developed our ways of being in the world. Both survival ways and also maybe even unfolding ways. So that we have these, we've 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 created structures in order to survive in the world, in order to like, how do I do this, and how do I how do I deal with this kind of situation, how do I deal with this kind of situation, based on our beliefs and you know, based on our experiences. And if we have trauma, whether personal trauma or institutionalized trauma, those ways that we survive are are going to be predicated on on that experience. So when we're adults, we've already we have a system set. We have many systems usually set up. Some are defensive, some are not. So that the dreams work with that. The dreams are going to be working with our systems that we have set up for survival. You know, they're also going to work with our adult mind that is full of reason and can look at things in a a specific way in order to unfold us, in order to challenge us around places we need to be challenged. But they're working with already a a structure that's in place, you know, sometimes to take away that structure, sometimes to build it, but it's already something that we have in place inside of us as adults. A child, especially younger children, don't always have those kind of defenses, those kinds of systems of survival yet in place. To me, childhood dreams are a little more closer to the bone. They're a little less, they're a little closer to some kind of reality for the soul around the, the true experience. So as a grown-up, I may, as an adult, I may have a dream that um, is many steps away from being buried that may, it may be like an abstract thing or may, you know, I may even, you know, like I had that dream about Sleeping Beauty, which I am going to get back to, about, you know, the the 16-year-old girl sleep in the cave. You know that's like several places removed, and they're bringing that that idea to me through story when I was eight years old. I actually was actively burying parts of myself because I was too scared to have them in the world, so it was a little more closer to what was actually happening than you know later when the sleeping part of me is you know in a cave I've got to go find so a recurring childhood dream is different than a recurring adult dream. you know another way that I go into the quote type of dream that is recurring is is there. Changes in the dream is it the exact same dream, or is it a de- are there variations? And if there's variations, I'm very interested in the variations. That means that the dream is changing and having a conversation around that particular thing. I recently met somebody who had a dream of big waves that came over and over again in their dreams over a period of years, different situations, different kinds of waves, different places, but always this wave that kept coming. They wanted to know what it meant. I'm like, well. I'd have to see all the different variations and we'd have to talk about that. We'd have to talk about, you know, also when they had the dream. So, because when we have a recurring dream, it is very much in context to our life, it is in context to perhaps what is going on in our life. So, if, if there was a series of dreams about a wave that was overwhelming, Or a wave that was really fun, let's say the person was a surfer, then if if I'm a surfer and I have dreams of these huge waves and they come at certain times in my life, it's it's very much connected to who I am as a surfer, obviously, and how I feel about waves. But it's also going to be important to times in my life, maybe as a surfer. I'm going to have dreams of big waves when something really big and exciting is happening in my life or maybe if I'm a if I'm not a surfer and I'm having dreams of big waves it maybe I'm feeling overwhelmed by something and and if it comes in different times in our lives then you can see, like, oh, yeah, at that time I was feeling excited, or at that time I was feeling overwhelmed. So, usually, when I ask a question, like, when was the last time you had the dream? What was happening in your life? It begins to things begin to move for the dreamer to be like, oh, a context begins to be created. Because recurring dreams do want to create a context because there's a theme that they're bringing, and they want to give a context to why we're having it. And when we're having it is as important to what the dream is. And also, the variations are, are very important to the dream. I may have a dream. For example, a lot of people have dreams about running from something. So let's say I have a dream of running from a bear. Maybe the first 20 times I have the dream, I'm running from the bear as fast as I can. I'm trying to get away from it. I get in the house, I slam the door, I lock all the doors, I close all the windows. Maybe I do that for 15 years. And then maybe as I change, I begin to, maybe I, I run from the bear, but then look out the window at the bear. Or maybe I don't run from the bear and I see the bear isn't actually running. Or maybe I turn toward the bear. So how what happens to me in relationship to the bear and quote being chased, that can change. And th- those changes are also incredibly important to the theme that's being brought to the dreamer. So when someone says to me, "I have a recurring dream," what does that mean? It can mean so many different things, and what it means to you and what it means to you and your life as we're going through as you're going through your life, if you have a recurring dream, you know it's hard to say what it is without knowing when you had the dream, what was happening at that time, and also what what did the elements of the dream mean to you so that's one type of dream that I wanted to uh bring in as an example. Another type of dream that people have is the dream that some people call nightmares. I, I tend to call them scary dreams. Some people call them trauma dreams, whatever you want to call them. You know, that's a quote type of dream. And there's a lot of literature about what, what these kind of dreams are, nightmare, trauma dreams, scary dreams, whatever you want to call them about why we're having them, what they are. And so when someone comes to me and says, I had this, you know, this night, I had this nightmare, what does it mean? It's hard for me to say what it means it's or what a nightmare actually is because I could have a scary dream that is referring to some traumatic event from my life I could have a scary dream that is showing me my fear about something I could have a scary dream where I'm terrified in the dream but if I step out of the dream I see actually nothing scary is happening I could have a terrifying dream of like post-apocalyptic world or of hopelessness or could have a dream of being in jail where I'm actually in jail whatever the scary dream is I can have incredibly violent dreams, which I, you know, I have, and I think most of us have had very, very violent dreams where something terrible happens to us, or we do something terrible, or where there's like a threat. These kind of dreams, again, you, it's, there's no, you can't say, there's no way to say this is what a scary dream is. Again, just like I said, with recurring dreams, if, if we're having scary, a scary dream or scary dreams, then I do think the dream is saying, hey, pay attention, like, this is really scary. There's something really, there's something that you're really frightened about. And the dream is bringing it to the surface and that fear that we carry or the horror or the trauma or whatever it is that we're carrying around the dream whatever that the dream is wanting to bring to us, we need to face into because somehow not facing into it is actually affecting our lives. I can't say, well, if you have a nightmare, that means you have trauma. Or if you had a a nightmare that means that you have fears that that you need to get over. I it's impossible to say what it is. And just like recurring dreams, when you had the dream, have you had it before or when have you had scary dreams? All those things are going to factor into what the dream wants to bring to you. Scary dreams are incredibly important because they're often the dreams we remember the most because we wake up with them and they're, you know, they're very much can be imprinted in, in us. Just like, you know, when we have a moment of trauma that we remember in great detail, that's because it's a way our, you know, the imprint of that fear or that trauma is incredibly strong and so it imprints in, in our brains and so we remember it. It's the same thing with scary dreams. Like if it's very strong, it, it will imprint itself in our in our memory so that we don't lose the dream. And I think the dreams will use fear to bring something, we'll use situations that evoke fear in us because one, we're probably already scared about something or we're carrying that fear and it want the dreams want us to remember it. Again, here's another type of dream, quote, type of dream that I can't really say, well, it's it's about this or it, it isn't about that. You know, another type of quote, type of dream that people have often are dreams about children. Um, one of the things I was trained about from my initial training, but also a lot of other reading and training I've done since then was that, when a child appears in a dream, it means this very specific thing, like, it's the soul child, it's, you know, the soul self, it's, it's this, it's that. And again, like, if you have a child, if if you dream about a child in a dream, it could be all those things, it could be many different things. But it, I can't say with 100% surety that if I have a dream about a three year old, or a baby, that it is that something is being born, something new is there, or it's my soul. It could be, it could not be. It depends on, and it could be layered. It depends on my experience and my, honestly, my attitude, my experience around babies. So if I had a dream about a baby, one of my earliest trainings was like, there's a baby in the dream. It means, you know, something new is being born in the psyche. Okay. That seems very pleasant. But if I have the experience that many women have had of giving birth and having the child being stillborn, then that then having a dream of a baby is going to be something completely different. If I am a mom and I've had many, many if I have a mom who has like you know eight kids and having a ba- dream with a baby and it is going to mean something different for me. If I decided not to have children and I have a dream of a baby, then that's another thing. If I want to have children, I can't have children, and I have a dream of a baby, that's going to mean something different. It really is it's in context to the dreamer and our experiences around having a baby. Or being with babies, or all those things. So having a baby in a dream, or dreaming about a baby in a dream, again, it's in context to everything else. It, does the dream want us to pay attention because there's a baby? Sure. There, you know, there is something about that, about that image. Well, it's not really an image. There's something about that child in the dream that is important. But what that is is incredibly particular to each dreamer. And I can go through every dream type and do this. I know people, another dream that people tell me they have a lot is uh, they dream about their teeth falling out. Again, in my early training, one of the things I learned about, I was told that teeth falling out is like, oh, some structure is falling apart. Or, you know, it's like going from child to adult because that's when we lose our baby teeth. And so that's what teeth falling out mean. You know, and it could be that. It could be that's, a you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And it's a, good place maybe to start. I don't, you know, I don't even know about that because people's relationship with their teeth is very, very specific. So again, if I have trauma around my mouth, if I was in a car accident and I lost on my teeth and had to have like 10 oral surgeries and I dream about teeth falling out, it's gonna be very different than if I have had perfect teeth and had had no cavities and nothing's wrong with my teeth. And I, and I dream about my teeth falling out. If I, as a child lost on my teeth, because my, parents weren't helping me brush my teeth, that's going to be a different reality for somebody who didn't have that experience. You know, again, if there's trauma, it doesn't have to be trauma around the teeth. It could be if I have trauma where I was sexually assaulted around my mouth, teeth falling out may be referring to that in some way. So it can be many, many different things. Um, It could be an old structure falling apart. It could also be a gesture toward trauma that we haven't dealt with. So that's a a whole other place to open up. And this is true for all the, quote, types of dreams I've been talking about. When we're working with these, quote, images or these types, you know, the core... There's, to me, there's several core things to work with. One is like the person's experience, when we're having the dream, what's happening in our lives, and also our experience in the dream, what's the feelings, including I I don't feel anything. What's, what's that, what is that experience in the dream for the dreamer? That's all, that's all going to give information and context to, to the dream and the dreamer's experience of the dream, you know, and if we can also take that out to another layer, you know, again, if we talk about dreams with teeth, you know, if we live in a culture, I'm in the United States. So in the Western, in in my culture in the United States, not everybody has access to healthcare around dentists. So, and that is a, you know, that's a, you know, systematic way of uh, discrimination for, you know, people who are lower income versus people who are higher income. So, you know, if someone has a dream about teeth, that's a question I ask, like, well, what's your relationship to, like, the dentist? And have you ever been to the dentist? And did you get to go to the dentist as a kid or not? So all those things are part of it. So it's not just, like, the dreamer's experience, you know, they're just their personal experience. It's also their experience within their culture based on their race, their gender, their religion, their politics. All those things is, is, is part of every one of these quote-unquote types. You know, another common dream or another common question I get about dreams is like, well, I had a dream about my ex, my ex-husband, my ex-wife, my ex-partner, my ex. And what does that mean? And again, it, it means so many things based on what happened in the relationship, who left, why didn't... Why did the relationship end? Where are you now with it? All those things are a factor. And there's, there's something about that person that needs to be worked with that has perhaps is unworked in, in our psyches. And that's part of it. And again, it, and then it can also go to the cultural level, like, well, what's your culture say about relationship and and breakups? So when I was growing up, you know, I grew up in the catholic church and my parents were divorced when i was in high school and hardly anybody at that time had divorced parents certainly not being catholic so having if if i'm a devout catholic and i'm divorced i'm gonna have a different experience having my ex come because then there's also my whole religion and my whole spiritual reality is tied up in my ex if you know that may not be a factor for some people but for some people it, it is a factor and that needs to be folded into it so so again, it's it's about the the context of our experience, but also the context of our cultural experience. Yeah. So you know, there is no way to say to have a type of dream means this, or I had a dream about flying, it, it that means it was a good dream or a bad dream, or I had a dream about falling, which means that it was a good dream or a bad dream. It is all depending on the context of of where we are, when we had the dream what's happening in our outer lives and what we feel about the thing that's happening in the dream and also our experience about it. So for me, the idea of types is very much along with the idea of context and how the two actually can't be separated. We can't make an imprint of something in a dream and say, this is what it means. We can't even do that within our own dream journey. I can't say, if I dream about falling and it means this... In one minute, it may mean something else in another minute. It may be a terrible thing in one dream, it may be a lovely thing in another dream. It, it depends on where I am in my journey. So that's why I don't really work with types of dreams that I think is important to give a broader view of the dream in that way. So in our next Part of this conversation about types is I want to open up the idea of talking about the types of beings that come in our dreams. So I, I often use the word archetypes for people who come in our dreams who are teachers or people who come in our dreams who are uh, anti teachers, I guess is one way to say it. I'm going to talk about those kinds of types within the actual structure of the dream to open up how to work with, with that or how to think about that and how I, I work with it. So thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to our next time.